When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. This is how Neil feel. It's a podcast centering on race and sex. It turns out. We didn't know. We assumed it would. Listen. But, you know, you don't choose your subjects, guys. Your subjects choose you. And if you're not down with those two subjects. Yeah, what are you interested in? Uh, I'm not interested in race or fucking. EDM music? Get out of here. You fucking piece of shit. Uh, Look, I maybe overreacted. Um, (laughs) All right, let's start. I'm going to apologize. You can apologize. apologize yes um somebody sent a still frame of me itching my throat from the youtube feed and it is horrifying (laughs) and as you said bianca what's great about you neil is you'll just say yeah i fucked up yeah and while i can't say i fucked up it's it's absolutely gross. <laughs> okay, yes. Uh, and what I'm doing these apologies for is to show you a better way. Isn't this is about what... you. This is not about me right now. Look, I here's Can we just can we keep it about you for two seconds? Yeah. Okay. I'm great at apologizing. What's great oh about me God. is I'll apologize. Did you you, you owe me uh, a specific apology? Okay, yeah. So I yeah, I apologize. I don't apologize. I it's gross to look at. It's it's horrifying it's it looks like a horror movie yeah. and to the youtube feelers <laughs> i'm sorry you had to go through that and to bianca who who was mere feet away from it really something really really something. In the flesh. so i apologize for doing with that with, with in my throat <laughs> and i will i don't have a contingency plan i meant to get popsicle sticks and I was gonna do that. What else? I'm not Sorry. gonna go. I'm not gonna do that. Okay, here's the problem um, that you previously yelled at me for. Uh-huh. That we edited out, but it was uh-huh. there. The feeling was there. Is that like? It's very hard to. <clears throat> be but on you the gotta carry end. on, bro. No, no, it's not about that. It's not like I'm. I'm a professional. Listen, uh-huh. I just. You weren't in that situation. It. Listen, I'm also a human. Right. That was what I mean is like for the receiving end, like what Bianca, when we're on the air, you're not a human. <laughs> okay. You're a fucking content. What machine. is gonna what is what is gonna be something where that will satisfy the itch? Also feel a popsicle okay stick. To... And I'll slide it quietly. Oh yeah. If you don't open your mouth and you don't bulge your eyes I'm out. Gonna, you're not even gonna see it. I'm gonna slide it in. <laughs> I'm going to fucking slide it into the side. You won't see it. So, oh so God. sorry that I grossed everybody out. Uh, <laughs> and I'm um, sorry that I grossed Bianca out. 
<laughs> and uh, and oh, uh, I have a lot. We have a lot of just straight up segments this week. That yeah, let's, let's go. Um, dumb. I made a pretty. Well, I don't know if it's a dumb purchase yet. Okay. It's it will be a dumb purchase. Dr. Sebi, you know Dr. Sebi? Yeah. Of course, Dr. Sebi, if you don't know who he is, Dr. S-E-B-I, uh, he, he was big with Nipsey Hussle. He's one of these guys who just is, it talks about how your body has to be alkaline all the time. And I don't really understand it. He just talks about like the different foods you should eat to yeah. basically you can cure anything like according to dr seb you can cure any sort of like pathogens viruses diseases yeah. with food and it has to be like like he's like you can't eat a carrot yeah like carrots because they don't have seeds in them like he has his all these thinking and he claims he cured aids and cancer yeah and then weird. he died or they think he was murdered but it was weird how was old was he it was only a few years ago. It was like in 2016 or 2000, okay. I mean, in the teens. And like he went to, I think he's from Belize. He went to Belize and then something happened and he died. Oh, Left Eye was going to see him when she mm-hmm. died. Yeah. So I'm telling so you, I ordered scary. A, I ordered a big package from Dr. Sebi, like a, a, a supplements and eat this and a bunch of stuff. Wow. So we'll see what happens. Did you, do you get the So we'll see if I can cure this age or not. Uh, did I get the what? Throat, throat aids. The throat, um. throat aids. <laughs> uh, there's a joke in MacGruber that his snake had AIDS. He had snades. <laughs> if you haven't seen MacGruber, see MacGruber. It's a fucking masterpiece. I, you know, I saw it. I, I didn't think it was that funny, but was I think funny. I'm the only person. Yeah, Everyone loves MacGruber. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Can you give us an update? Uh, yeah, I will. Of course I will. <laughs> I, I, that's what this did it come with sea moss because that's his big thing too like sea moss what is sea moss sea moss it's like seaweed oh i don't like seaweed but i'll see what happens okay. i like seaweed gross anything i what i realized is i have no relationship with the sea i get seasick <laughs> seafood always was gross to me it just tasted like the ocean the ocean is gross and dangerous. Oh my god! I think the beach is white dirt. It's white dirt. You picked a funny place to live. I know. I live three hundred yards from the beach. <laughs> I've gone less than ten times in you a day. You go to the beach? Never. It's, it's the sand. You don't like the sand. I don't like just carrying shit <laughs> and like lugging and, uh, and then, oh, oh, the wind oh, hey! and then bad games that you pretend are good like stick. <laughs> Ball oh hit a ball with God. a stick. There's no one's winning. It's no. nothing's happening. We're just hitting. It's like, but what about the breeze? I don't know. Isn't that a little? Isn't that a little elementary to be like the breeze? <laughs> That's what you get entertainment from. I don't even get me started on fireworks. Greatest entertainment. What did you be, do for Fourth of July? Nothing. The greatest entertainment for the 1800s. Um, oh. Amazing the entertainment in the 1800s when they started. The best. Amazing. They're still, like, mesmerizing a little. Mm. You know what they're going to be. <laughs> it's not, it, you just, it's everyone just pretending, oh, this is fun, right? This is fun. What did you do for the joy? Nothing. I don't do anything. Bianca? I, I mean, I know that. I just people, thought maybe someone, someone said on somewhere that I'm just, fun. all you do is hate on stuff. 
Yeah, that's what comedy is. You just hate on stuff. Comedy's never about glorifying anything. But you have... I have cool, things that I like. You have cool Frontline. enough friends... No, <laughs> that's not what I was going to say. PBS. I'm saying you have cool enough friends. They probably had really fun barbecues that they invited you to. Come on, Neil. I didn't get invited anywhere. And... I, I, but I didn't, it's not because, I, I mean, you know, that's just my, that's what, that's what I, I was talking to somebody about. It. I was like, eh, I'm used to isolation. Like, I feel like I'm going to be alienated. That's just my path. I, but also I, I'm a introvert. Yeah. So it doesn't, I don't really feel left out. No, because a lot, if everybody invited you things, you wouldn't go. Exactly. Dalia had a party on the 4th. Didn't invite me, didn't invite Bob, didn't invite everybody. Didn't invite Theo. It's fine. Well, it's probably just didn't want, I just wanted like close friends. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. We're all pretty close. No, I just mean that like, so let's take that for an example. It doesn't matter to you. Like you're not no. like, damn, really? No, because I wouldn't have gone. Exactly. Mm. Or I would have gone and pretended to like a robot. <laughs> Hello. Oh, yes. I would like a cold one. Oh, my God. Um, I like holidays. I like Thanksgiving. You know when Thanksgiving and, and the day of Thanksgiving, day before Christ- Christmas Eve, Christmas yeah. Day, New Year's Day. That feeling of like not fitting in and not belong, like where where is everybody? I realize that's how I feel all the time. So it's fun when there's a reason everyone feels like that. Like I, I I go oh yeah okay now you got this is what my life's like all the time and but I don't say that in a self pitying way. I just mean it in like I'm a weird guy, I'm a weird guy. I got weird. I got weird. You seem sad. I just have weird habits and I have weird, I have isolating habits. Vegan, don't really drink. Vegan. It's whatever. I am. You're not, you're not in a, you don't, where you live, this area, this like LA, it's not an isolating place for a vegan. No, 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 no. It is. It's not. But what am I, I, there, I don't know, not, I don't have that many friends around here and I'm not going to, what am I going to go sit at the communal table and be like. Hey, Neil, nice to meet you. You don't like meat either? Do you love animals? Like, I'm not going to introduce myself to people. I think it's because, like, uh, part of what balances my mind is being social. Like, if I'm not social for long enough, I'm like, we've got to get out of here. i got to go hang out with some people. Like, and not in, like, a desperate, I need to, like, I have plenty of friends. But it helps me. It balances me to be social. It makes me, that's like, some people, like, I need a day away from everyone. Yeah. I'm like, I need a day of being around way too many people. I just. I, I know. And I'm just not that way. Exactly. But and for- the, I think that the thing that happens is people like myself are a little bit shamed by the culture that we live in. I'm like, you got to get a, come on, we're all going right, to the right, beach. Right, right. And, we're all, and I don't like it. But you know what's funny? There's ve- there's way more people like you and way fewer people like me, like genuinely that like, oh, I really need social interaction right now. Like, uh, I don't know if that's true. I think a lot of people are way more, get burnt out by too much social social interaction. Mm-hmm. Like they need like, a, okay, this party, like I can't keep talking. I can't keep having this yeah. conversation. Like I got to go. 
I need I, a break. I honestly statistically don't know what the numbers would be. That. I don't even know what I'd guess. I just think there's a lot more people pretend going along with it because that's what everyone's doing and I yeah. should go and I should join. I think there's a lot more people doing that than like guys like looking for social interaction. I've even. stopped going along with it. Yeah, you have. I just like Sunday. Mm, like Sunday, I didn't leave my house. Then yesterday I hadn't left my house Monday and I was left leaving. Didn't walk out. Didn't go out. I don't think I left the house. Like I ordered in and I had food here. I made one of my smoothies. Uh, and, good. and, and yeah, I just never didn't never didn't talk to anybody. I mean, I talked to people on the phone, I think, yeah, but, yeah, you talk but I didn't, uh, you interact it, with people. You just don't go to the house. Yeah, I don't want to do in the ah, ah, the entrance. Ah, 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 ah. I just don't. Want, I don't want to do any of it. You guys got to see the face he just made. Uh, I I hilarious. just want to. I want to. I don't know. It just. I, I don't think I. I don't have social anxiety. Okay. I have. Just okay. I'm just don't get anything from it. I feel like once <clears throat> I get a little bit of gold going on in my life, and I have a house that can host more than five people because i live in a studio i'm gonna the fact that you think that can host five people is adorable uh, i had a i had a i call it a black elephant party because why why i gotta be white uh-huh. uh for christmas and a black elephant party with a black santa and everything and uh there were white people there though they are my yeah, friends. of course thank you um but anyways i had 15 people wow in I a know. studio in my studio so poor I'm kidding. Fuck uh, you. <laughs> I'm making you come to, no, to the next one. I will not be there. Will you at least send an elephant, a black elephant? Yeah, of course. I'll, okay, send, okay, I'll rent you an elephant. Anyways, I'm going to invite you to every, I'm going to invite you to every holiday. I want to be invited, but I don't want to go. <laughs> I mean, that's the. I'm just going to send you the most elaborate. Yeah, I want to be invited, so but be I like, don't, I don't. This is the no part. I don't want to go. All right. Well, that's kind of the, the truth. Um, all right. I bombed in the VIP. I'm straight bombing in the VIP. Come Ready? On. You Let's saw see. me right afterwards. Um, I was at a restaurant last week. Oh, yeah. I saw um, Andre 3000, three stacks. And one of the, I don't know if he's my, I think he's my favorite rapper ever. Yeah. One of, absolutely one absolutely of my favorite musicians ever. And when I walked in the restaurant, vegan spot. You know, because we have a community out here. And uh, walked in. He gave me the nod. I gave him the nod. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Andre knows who I am. And I never met him. And by the way, in the middle of dinner, I hear a flute. Andre took his flute out and was he playing the flute. playing flute in yeah, the restaurant. in the restaurant. Apparently, he did it at the airport last week, too. <laughs> He's a, And my friend was like, do you think he does it for attention? I'm like, no, he doesn't like attention i don't think he's a real eccentric he's oh, just yeah. a real eccentric 100 um and to dinner i go over to give him a pound shake his hand and and he hit me with a what's up boss i was like fuck damn do you think he was just saying that there was there's been some conjecture as to like, whether he he maybe he meant it like in a friendly way or maybe he recognized your face and didn't, and didn't yeah that's what somebody else said uh i don't know but i it felt like bombing it felt <laughs> i'll tell you that it felt like bombing in the vip 
So what you what did you do? He said, "What's up, boss?" And, you and I, I literally said, "I was, I said what's up and left." Like, I'm not because I'm not gonna run down Andre. <laughs> and then okay, <laughs> you know so me. I know them. Um, audio. These act outs are yeah. hilarious. Well, they I they worked in audio. Um, <laughs> so I that that was me bombing in the VIP. Thank you. Now we've got more segments, Binker Binkelsteins. Thank you. Let's talk there's a so there was a it was a big week for race everybody it was a big big week for race let's start a what are these white people doing right now what are white people doing um you want to start with the the outrage over the mermaid yeah Okay, so a girl named Hallie Bailey. I have a point about that. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I don't. This goes to my thing of you know how they retire numbers in sports. You should be able to retire names in show business. Yeah. So little you, Nas X. Little Nas X should not exist. Nas, Nas should have been retired. Can't like do you that. cannot. Um, Hallie Bailey. Y- I, you think it's Halle Berry? Yeah, Even everyone, when I said it just now, I'm I still thought it's Halle because Berry. of it's because of the way she says spells Hallie, which is H A L L E. That's how Halle Berry spells it. Ah, got it. And it's like it's such a weird name to spell yeah. Holly, Hallie, Hallie that it's yeah. a little like eh, I don't and like she's it. like a cute black girl. It's a little yeah. courting. Yes, that's okay. Yeah, I think that it should be their name should be retired. Uh well Dave Chappelle never would have gotten in because David La Chappelle. Oh yeah, I know. Uh, so there's just be, there's an, a lot of uh I mean David I remember La when ASAP Rocky would call oh, himself then, yeah oh, what, what Mike interrupted you uh ASAP Rocky would he would call himself Skinny Flocka which is what most deaf used to call himself and it was like that come on man. Well, I listened to a lot of underground hip hop. Sure. And ASAP Rock. Oh, and yeah. And then ASAP Rocky, I was like, wait, yeah, is I this felt ASAP bad Rock? for ASAP. Uh, that I like because ASAP Rock was white. Yeah, he so was I white. That so was it's funny. hilarious. It's like, yeah, well. The funny thing about ASAP Rocky is that he's named after Rakim. His parents named him after Rakim from Eric B and Rakim. Oh, that's cool. And it still wasn't cool enough. It's yeah, still the like ASAP Rock. ASAP's is not a great. Cool. ASAP Rock. ASAP Rock is a fucking great name. ASAP Rock is cool, but it's Rock Kim is just way harder. Like, uh huh. It's just a but there's our he wouldn't have been able to get in because it's ASAP Rock Kim. Because yeah. he, we then we would be him. discussing him right now. Like, he shouldn't have been Rock Kim. He shouldn't. Yeah, he shouldn't. He shouldn't have been. Um, okay, so white people are upset. They're so upset. But then you start wondering. I'm this year's the thing. I'm both sides here because on one side. It's a fucking cartoon. Like, yeah. this is not, you know, Charlie's Angels, but one's Indian or I yeah. don't know. I guess that doesn't matter either. It's all made up. But this is a legitimate cartoon. Mm-hmm. And of course she was white. It wasn't like her God-given right or our yeah. history. There's no fucking mermaids. She's not based on anyone. Like, why wouldn't she be white? It's Disney in the 80s or 90s. Like, she wasn't yeah. going to be anybody else but white. Mm-mm. So... Like, if it's a made-up character, they're white. If it's about a tribe, then it's Mulan, you know, Pocahontas and shit like that. This ra- There's a couple issues here that are germane. The the joke that I could never do on stage that I sh- and all of my black comedy friends are too high level. 
the joke is, how are you going to have a mermaid who can't get her hair wet? Now, uh, I can't Shut do that joke. Up. I can't do that joke. Yes, and then none of my friends can really do that joke. But, but um, uh, that's that's so that should. Good. There's a guy, Andrew Sullivan, who is a he's right. He's he's liberal. He's yeah. gay and Catholic. And Confusing. his argument with he believes that that I believe like oppressed minorities, he believes, are being too fast with white people. Slow it down. Yes. And like just ease into it. Just ease into like you're gonna like you want a white, you want a black mermaid? Maybe just start with a black and then the and then slowly but surely and ease into it like they did they eased us into slavery well no like his thing is they ease, they didn't ease anybody they they didn't e- there was no easing you you were just picked up it wasn't they didn't slow like we're slowly gonna that was no easing no i'm joking no of course but i'm saying the the e- his the, he uses gay the gay movement as a good example um that slowly but surely i think the gay movement was pretty yeah and it was like yes, unheard exactly. of and then everywhere and also, so when, if it were up to white people, it, it's, society wouldn't be integrated. Schools wouldn't be integrated. If it were at white people's discretion or comfort level, that's not that's not a good barometer for because <laughs> right. everything makes white people uncomfortable. American <clears throat> white people are the most afraid people on planet Earth. Constantly, well, yeah. Well, we're surrounded by savages. Can't we? <laughs> Can you can you can you imagine what it's like for us? Oh my uh, God. no! Yeah, that's the. Uh, so, with the with the mermaid thing, I just it reminded me of Andrew Sullivan, and then I was think I listened to Ezra Klein has a podcast. It's yeah. amazing. I sent it to you. Yeah. Um. And he had a woman on about the fear the the Browning of America, right? And it's sort of the same theme that. The census actually said that in 2043, it's going to be, uh, there will be more, quote unquote, it'll be minority majority, which is an old Louis joke. Right. Um, where he's like, he, Louis goes to, he did this joke in like 1993. He went, he took the train to Harlem and he's like, would look at all these minorities. <laughs> I'm the only majority here. Right. Um, that's okay. So, so good. but that's a minority majority is like, it's so backward. It's insane. Part of me wants to just say to the people, just wait. Meaning, the once you have the majority of people, you can get fucking every law. Just it's, you can basically do an open sneak attack on white people. But in the census, kind and and a lot of other things predicts that the Browning's happening within a few decades. Twenty forty three. Yeah. That's so twenty four years. Yeah. Isn't it kind of like? What are we waiting for? Right. But what's happening now is white people, Trump being a good example, Obama gets elected and white people are like, wait a minute. Is it going to be all, are we under siege? Yeah, wait, now am I? Are we, am, are, am I the, am I the oppressed minority now? And is that what's going to happen? Then I'm going to start acting out like a cornered animal. Yeah. They're acting like that because they're shrinking. Yes. But. And what I would say to to I mean I don't actually mean this, but 
a, a, a tactic I thought of for for black and brown people is just lay lay up in the cut. The thing 24 is, years and then you go, okay, and 8 million, 9 million, 10 million. Okay, we're the majority. So, white people, you're going to need to get the fuck out of here. And But it won't be like that. <laughs> I think it will be way more apartheid than than it would be. Okay, now black people are moving into power. I mean, just but white people are not going to leave. I... It's still going to be an apartheid in terms of uh, money yeah. and access and infrastructure. It's still going to be white institutions. 100%. But if you have the majority of people, it's like Trevor used to say about South Africa, we knew we outnumbered them. Yeah, and look at what happened to South Africa. It took them a long time to rise up from under the Right, but they, he said they would... The I don't know if I've talked about this. I said why African American men that I have met, whatever, whatever that I deal with, are le- are angrier than Af- South African men hmm. that I've met through Trevor. And he said, "Well, because two reasons: we knew we outnumbered them, so a it was it, that's a b it was elite. If if you got angry, you would just get killed, right." And just for outrage. Well, yeah, but I know it's something. Mean. Yeah. I mean, I, I, Mandela's crime was pretty negligible right. from what I understand. And this, the, the, the most interesting one to me was he said, and the, the in quotes, good thing about apartheid was they were very clear about it. You're, you are less than us. And you will, you have a, di- there are different rules for you. In America, they go, no, we're equal. Right. And you, if you didn't succeed, it's because you're lazy or yeah. defective. Right. So all this shit that you're, all the, all the, it's all, it just creates cognitive dissonance 100%. for black people and it makes black people crazy. <laughs> I mean, and, and not crazy, like, but it just makes it crazy in a, in a, angry way of like oh these lying motherfuckers like they in they they the whole thing's rigged and then they lie and say it's not right and you're like oh now you're fucking insulting my intelligence by saying it's not rigged when you right. fucking know it's rigged not everything the race is yeah. i mean it's better than it was it's just exactly like get the fuck out of yeah. here yeah but the aerial thing here's the thing outside of race does Part of it feels a little pandering. Feels a little like, does Superwoman have to be black? Does she have to? No, she doesn't necessarily have to be. Not every. I believe in representation. Not everything has to be a black version. Mm-hmm. Then when it when is it like? I mean, Disney has a very sordid past with like racism. It's in the, the first I'm hearing of it. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. I don't believe that for one second. So it just feels a little like we're gonna profit off. Whatever's clever. Uh, yeah, of course. Like what, you remember that one, I think it was in Killing Him Softly when he's like, Pepsi or Coke, like whatever yeah. pays me. Yes. And it's just kind of like, why are we putting so much into it? I think we're putting so much into it because people are outraged, but. But it's a fake fucking... solution. Yeah. It's That's not a, it's a, the solution is, it's a bandaid. Like why are people like, yeah, Black Ariel. It's like, fuck Disney. Like, why are we fighting each other? What? Here's an interesting thing. What if it bombs? It won't. Okay. Sorry. Fine. 
I mean, I, I yes, but what if it bombs? That's the the argument is what if it bombs? Would black people go? Oh right, we're only thirteen thirteen percent of the the population. Right. Uh, maybe we. You know what I mean? I, there's no. I don't. I, and I don't think it will. And I and I don't. It's kind of not black people's problem to worry if it bombs, but it's they're running a business. You know, but the reason why I don't think it will bomb, not because it's like she's black, they won't bomb. It's because uh, the way studios run and the way people make movies, I'm sure, you know, is like it's the most risk averse thing. It's like, of course, we're only going with something we can like prove. Yeah, there's like, well, the funny thing is they they put Will in 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 Aladdin. Right. And Zoe Saldana is in all those movies. She's. Will wasn't black and Zoe's not black. <laughs> they're both blue. Right. Oh, they're blue. <laughs> yeah. Or green or whatever color. Will's can... black for a little bit of Aladdin, I think. He is. He turns uh, outside of the blue guy. But he's but Zoe Saldana's been green and bl- and blue. She's never been black. <laughs> it's so fucking sad and racist and no one ever notices it. Yeah, like, it's like well, You know they green. put a black person in this movie and then they make her a different color? Um, She's a mutant. Yeah. Uh, so, so I don't, I don't know what they're, I'm excited, but I also think I do appreciate when racism comes out over the stupidest thing, like a cartoon. Have you seen the memes, the racist memes No. that are like, it's like Ariel. And then it says like, don't change my history. And as there's like, conf- there's like American flag in the background. I'm just like, yeah, I know that. I know that not one. A mermaid. I made that one. Uh, yeah. yeah, that mermaid's not a nationality. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an ethnicity. Um, it's just yeah. so funny to me. Um, I'm surprised. No, I'm sure someone made that hair joke, but whatever. Um, well, there's... Okay, let's get to more. So this kind of speaks to the same thing. So Kaepernick got the Betsy Ross shoes killed. Yeah. That's the danger for Nike of having they're trying to do the right thing right but it's like the bit i've been doing about there's no liberal that's liberal enough right you know there it's it's betsy raw i didn't i'm fairly well versed in in racist symbolism and shit i didn't know betsy ross was considered a it's not so much betsy ross it's the fact that it's the 13 star flag Mm mm-hmm that the shoe was like, which was like the fucking colonies. Right. I mean, they weren't great people in terms of like. Right. But they treating... were in terms of a bunch of other shit. No, I know. I'm just saying that like you can't even wear if we're if, if we can all agree that wearing, you know, a uh, like a Indian like OG American people, Indian headdress is a little insensitive or. You know what I mean? Like we can. Yeah, but that but would. Th- but that's not that. That's not that. This, these these weren't slave shoes. These were Betsy I Ross. That's slave. That would, I don't believe that that you could put anything on that flag uh, in terms of what it represents. Well, what it women? It was the women weren't allowed to vote back then. I or, know, but it just was like our past. Our settling past is not a great one. So, so what are what are what is a corporation who wants to when is it when did it get good? I'm not saying it it, it got good. It, the debate is not about that because I I get what you mean. Like 
it did. What year can Nike commemorate? I just what think, like what years like from then <laughs> any symbolism but like, after who, 1860. I don't care. I don't care. Disclaim. Yeah. I don't care. I'm just saying for the sake of argument. Why make a shoe celebrating our settlement? I mean, it seems a little like. You, what do you mean? Why make people that shoe? love the celebrating foundational shit? Right, but if it doesn't fully go in line with like the what Sixers had a, had the had a jersey yeah. that had the Betsy Ross stars. No, no, I know. I'm By just the way, saying, all black except for JJ Redick and Nicola Joke. I just mean if you align yourself with like Kaepernick and this and that, then like you can't do everything. But that's what I'm saying. So if Kaepernick is in charge of of and for the record, I gave money to his foundation. I fuck with the guy heavy, etc. But I feel for it's that's going to be a hard 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 relationship to 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 navigate because For he's sure. not a lot cuz Colin's not going to be able to compromise yeah because of how far he aligned yes so he's not going to be able to compromise so he'll be like no these are slave shoes wait so when what year was it cuz you go uh well then you can't do a Jackie Robinson thing cuz there's still the voting rights act hadn't passed yet right, so right. that's a bad represent there's no <clears throat> There literally is no ceiling on. I mean, on you limits. could you can do a Jackie Robinson <clears throat> shoe. I mean, why not? But y- why can you do? There were. I'm sure they that things were better for black people in 1776 than they were in 1400. So you can go. Well, we progressed but since why then. Does, why can't you just make a shoe, a Jackie Robinson shoe? That why does what does the time have to do with it? You're just celebrating like Jackie Robinson. Yes, but what I'm saying is you could ascribe negative meaning to that period the same way he ascribed negative meaning to the Betsy Ross flag. Yeah, 100%. It's more about the flag than Betsy Ross, I think. Yes, but there are so many foundational things about America that I think black people like that are are part, that are in the founding documents. Do you know what I mean? Like, so what... so. I'm with certain parts of the founding documents, but not uh, the slave part, the three-fifths of a person. I don't know the specifics of what he was objecting to, but I'm assuming it's in that area. So we can't acknowledge the founding of the country? If you're Nike. Yeah, no. I mean, I mean, it has. I just think that that particular fact, I understand... I personally don't have that big of an issue with it, but I think that now everyone's so far aligned, and I know we're saying the same thing at this point, that that flag can be completely interpreted very poorly by a lot of people, and it can be just like a symbol of freedom in America, and like, let's celebrate Fourth of July, fucking yeah. Labor like whatever, I honestly American think holiday. that it's only the most extreme it's like the words we talked about last week. It would be like, well, if I don't know what picnic means, like, or or the jig is all these things that Why are like just picnic? bummers. Why? Yeah. Why is picnic bad? I um, hate it. I, I, why everything has a negative connotation? It's everything true. can have a negative Every, connotation. Everything can. So if it's up to Colin, he has a pretty strict interpretation of uh, of of 
Right. He's like a constitutionalist. Yeah. He's very, yes. In terms of, in terms of his outlook on, on, on race and stuff like that. So I, my prediction is that they, they're going to have, that's a, I, that's a very difficult, that seems like, he seems like, oh dude, you're really hard to satisfy with this. I'm not going to lie though. I'm sure in the meetings he gave enough evidence that swayed them because they already they already put out that they were making the shoot. So to retract it, I mean you you know, I don't but I don't I think the bigger issue is if we put it out anyway, he'll release a statement. And and that's the problem. Again, it's not a problem, but if you're a, it, it's a problem if you're a corporation. Yeah. Cuz they have such huge Every, you know, it's like Obama would say that running the country, the, the country, the government's like a giant ship and corporations are like that also where it's, you got to order, right, like no, fully orders of magnitude or But the problem massive. is now we like the people with the loudest voices are more on the fringe. So it's almost like, if not Kaepernick, then you're like, you know, aligning themselves with Kaepernick Right, was he? Well, no. If not Kaepernick, then Michael Jordan. I mean, you know, like no, they, no, I'm not saying there's that. no sec- I, I'm saying now, like there are shades to wokeness, right? And and in terms of wokeness, Kaepernick is on meth. <laughs> he is not going to sleep. LeBron is like awake and alert. Right, right, right. can drive the car. Kaepernick is fucking on that clockwork right. orange fucking got them clip clipping clipping <laughs> lashes eyes, yeah like he's not and that's one of those things where you're like we're happy to have you aboard but god damn man like fuck <laughs> all right right we Just can't like- okay and i get it, it it's like if you have a friend that's super woke and you're like oh, are we I calling do. him I- all right well he's just gonna everything's gonna be about that Everything's going to be seen through that. Sneakers are no longer fun. Sneakers are a political statement across the board. Oddly enough, the irony is how uh, much of a human rights issue it is to get those sneakers made. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we're just talking about what goes on the top of it. Not what little children are. Nike says they've cleaned up their act. It's very hard to clean up. I mean, they charge enough money that it's like, yeah, you're not H&M. Mm-hmm. Where your margins are high and the price has to stay low, and like, of course, you have to get it made in Tamil or something. It, the sad thing is, their margins are so high. They're so high; it's insane. There's no way they can make that much money. And I just, I'm sure a percentage of the shoe is made somewhere where they can claim. We a lot it. of it's look. You can you can if you make. There are many countries. That are in the in Asia that are on the up and up. Vietnam, what Thailand. Cambodia, um, Thailand, and I should I go on? You've got a map. <laughs> Singapore, uh, sing, fucking Singapore, <laughs> Singapore, super Western. It's the minimum wage at these in these countries is still like fifteen cents. It's very so long. you even then these are like the quote unquote legit fair trade. You know we're doing, but that's. They those people make a bunch Listen, of mo- that's a good living there. It's not, not a good- every sweatshop <clears throat> is sweaty. I mean, yes. there's some you just going to work, but is it like are you completely profiting off like 
10 cents an hour like rice farmer people yeah yeah yes that's that's, now we're talking that's globalization about, it's so. just like now so the issue is and you can always go back oh, okay well i'm doing this good for the world oh but you buy starbucks coffee or you can you know you can always get someone somehow yeah but it is just the irony is like it's so strict in the like no betsy ross but at this point we're just talking about a design on a shoe yeah yeah if on that's a, on biggest, a high-end yes. shoe that most people can't afford yes uh, there was a Ezra Klein again. The Ezra Klein podcast had a religious right guy on this week, and he said, and he in a very innocent way, he said, "I feel like people on the religious right focus so much on gay marriage and not hardly at all on like child poverty or starvation." Right. And I never thought I'm like, yeah, why are they? And it's because it's. It's a hotter button issue. Yeah, that was just so that in my mind. Politically, it's more active. Um, okay, what else? We still got more white people shit. I mean, Damn, white people we got it, what a wild week. What a wild white week. <laughs> wild um, white week. What a week fucking wild white week. Um, Can we talk about the one that just happened? The YouTube guy? Yeah. Yeah. Was it Christopher <clears throat> Cucker or something like that? He was calling the cops on this guy standing i can't tell if he was in the lobby yeah i think he was in the lobby it was on it was the lobby it looked like the door to the outside but i couldn't tell if it was the lobby was like in a in a in a plaza kind of thing you know what i mean like well i think it's i mean it's in san francisco also very liberal country or what hello very liberal city all the major viral runs, viral videos of black people calling the cops and accosting or white people costing black people all come from San Francisco or the Bay Area, which is very sad for me in particular. Ba- ba- barbecue Stop Betty, rapping. Oakland. Yeah. Uh, this one, San Francisco, the lady with the water, San Francisco, you know, the girl saying what it's like. San Francisco. Uh, liberals have Liberals have. Bay Area. Overrated. This, no. Yeah, go ahead. Not overrated, filled with entitled white people that mm-hmm. think these are the type of people that like donated to like Trayvon Martin's family's fund, but uh-huh. like don't want a black person sitting next. I'm like, liberals, we have to just talk about the huge racial issue on the left. No one wants to talk about it. It's like, at least I can tell the right is like, yeah, they're straight up. Well, it's the apartheid thing. It's, it's apartheid. South Africa yeah. where they go like, like, oh, no, we don't like you. I'm we're, not donating. We're I'm, you scare me and <laughs> you fucking scare the shit out of me. I don't want to deal with you. Um, the Well, th- this is a longer. Let's just have this discussion because it's one I had with a buddy of mine. <clears throat> this is about white. It's about liberalism. <clears throat> if you think about white people. And civil rights. They haven't done that much. They've done enough. They've done the least they can yeah. do. And still feel good. Like, all right, you can vote. That And like, okay. you'll be equally protected under the law. Ish. Ish. On paper. On paper. Thankfully, life doesn't exist on paper for white people. Um, and they're doing uh, the, the reason it came up is I was talking to a black friend of mine and he said, uh, and I brought up, I said to him, he's a dude, I go, Mike, not his real name. 
how often I go, how, how hard are you repping for women replacing you as a, at, at his job? He's a, he's a, let's say he's a screenwriter. Um, how hard are you repping? Are you thinking about it all the time? Right. Are you repping hard for women? No, you're doing enough to feel okay. But ultimately, but, what's best for you. But not enough to actually inconvenience yourself. And that's what white people are doing. So so white people will say one thing. The the Bay Area white people, they'll say, I'm no one is more liberal than I voted. I, Kamala yep. is a friend or whatever. Um, <laughs> and But really, what does Kamala... Uh, or even Obama, it's, he didn't upset the white order. Right. The the he played their game. Yes, he. But and also he's half white. Not so, in this country, though. Yeah, I know. But he. But yes, he is half. He white. He's fucking white. If you he's raised by white but, people, right? But if you think that him being half white didn't have a huge 100%. effect, so when he you say a, he's black he was, in this country. He, no, he was a gentle if Negro. You get all of the yes, you get all of the credibility of a black of feel of of being yeah. a good white person with none of that fussy blackness. Right, right, right. No. None of it with no. You know, he's not overturning uh, like law. He's not doing anything especially pro black. Now, the defense of that is he couldn't because then white people would have said he was racist, and I don't disagree with that. Right. Um. But he also I didn't I, have the Congress to whatever. Say again. I also like a lot of the time in office, you know, he was stonewalled and like couldn't get of course. Passed, so. I mean, yes, of course. Um, as will every Democratic president. I don't think he'll be. I don't think he, he'll. No, that's not. He was more stone. Yeah, it's just that's just what they do. So I think that we need to realize everyone involved that. Everyone's doing as little as they can to. To help the group below them. They're they're doing some. They're not doing nothing, but they're not changing things. But the problem is that especially San Francisco is such a liberal city. I mean, it's so I my friend who's a fourth grade teacher released balloons on her birthday and made a wish because she's like a cheesy, amazing person. And these like, you know, hippie scumbags screamed and threw a rock at her and was like don't you know that goes in the ocean mm -hmm. and then i had to real nigga what's up them and be like i'll beat your fucking ass like we almost got in a fight over balloons polluting the ocean it's weird that's that you almost fought colin kaepernick <laughs> it's that's the thing it's it's a scold like, are you it, crazy it's not fun to you. have a scold around so no. it's all this, but that's, I would say Colin's kind of a scold within Nike he's a little scoldy. He's that a little he's scolding. scolding them for like, did you not know he's the pain in the ass roommate? Like, fuck. All right. What? It's right. based on. Okay. All right, man. But that's the thing. It's like, I feel like we don't talk about enough and conservatives don't use this near, nearly enough. There's so much hypocrisy on the left. It's conservatives don't. They do a little bit, but I mean, the debates were all about the, the debates were all about the, the, the liberal firing squad. I'm like, but I was more hurt. No, I was hurt. The arguments are so weak. They're in the right area. But the fact that like, they're talking about degree, people on the right don't really talk about degree. If you want a gun, good. They don't go, 
You want a gun? Why don't you want a bazooka, pussy? Right. That's what people on the left do. It's never enough for people right. on the left. And whereas the right's just like, yeah, cool. You're pro-life? Cool. In a way, it's like a little more easy to digest. It's like... Okay. It's way easier to be a, a Republican <laughs> than it is to be a liberal. Liberal's a full... It is a 30-hour-a-week job. <laughs> but whatever your job is, and then another 30 hours a week of just how feeling shitty, and I got Betsy Ross's flag. Just constant fucking straws and balloons and, Dude, and straws and balloons like, it's like the and fuck betsy Ross. and my sunscreen's bad for dolph like i don't know man i just don't want to die of skin <laughs> cancer and now i gotta worry about like okay um and no one the thing that that people on the the woke scolders the lefty scolders is that there's i could get you yeah, that's I can get the you. Give me. I'm gonna follow you for a day. I'll get you. Yeah, something you, you feel, do is fucked up yes, to somebody. And you're else. gonna. And because of who you are, you're gonna go. I will take a look at that, and I will make changes. And then as soon as I walk away, you'll be like that bitch ass motherfucker. I ain't doing none of that. Fuck him for even saying that. I do so much. Yeah, that's how. That's how. Uh, a lot of people on the left. It's it's a combination of I do so much, and also, fuck, I gotta do what. What else do I do? What? I'm just getting re-mad about that situation with those people with the balloons. Uh, I had a thing I wanted to say, which in the in the thing about easing white people into it, all of the people on the right who are pro-choice, they're pro-choice and they're anti-contraception. They think that all the babies they're saving are going to be white Republicans. <laughs> They're not. They ain't going to be white Republicans. You are saving Colin Kaepernick. You are saving. You're mostly saving people that are going to vote against you after 2043. Um, the browning of this country is not based on black people. It is based on Latin people. Yeah. They're the biggest growing uh, population. And, they're, and the other thing, with, it's like they're out. They're going to out fuck you unless you think you're statistically they're out fucking you. So what do you so what's your plan here Seriously. what's your plan and you're probably right in that man there are times where i'm driving around and i go i feel like there's just gonna be armed encampments in in my lifetime of just driving from safe space to safe space for for rich people dude like like gated community to gated community like, and uh, and when i say gated like community, south africa yeah and when i say gated community it would be it's more like like palestinians and, and israelis yeah like not a gate per se it's a gate but it's a Aww. fucking really strong gate it's a wall um so that's goes to every All we got to get some emails yeah, but we get to man emails what a wild, wild white week wild white week <laughs> this is that's the name of this episode and it should really be the name of the podcast bianca <laughs> let's do the letters it's time to check that email <laughs> Bianca, honey, go ahead and read that top letter. Oh, okay. Well, it's from a German. I'll read a little bit in German, then I'll just tell you what this is. It's in German. It's in German, so Neil has no fucking clue. Neither does anybody. Liebe Bianca, erstmal sollst du der Neil nicht zuhören. Deine Stimme und Art, E-Mails zu lesen, ist wahnsinnig schön. We get I the guess point. I, All right, what are I they speak, asking? I speak, I just I want to let you do. know, I, I read better out loud in German. I know, it's sad. <laughs> Anyways, 
So he's basically saying, don't listen to Neil. The way you speak is fantastic when you read out loud. Blah, 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 blah. Um, because like racism and um, ethnicity is a huge theme. I just wanted to know what your experience was being a black American in Germany. And he's saying he had a black, I think I read it already. He's saying he had a black friend and he said that he felt, it, he felt like he was treated better in Germany than in America. But this guy saying, you know, in his own voice, he's saying, but we, me and him have been out and he didn't get into clubs for like no reason, you know, or he like, that's funny. Like, it's so not he's that like, he's not experiencing racism. He's just not very observant. Like that guy's like, <laughs> he can't read social situations. So he basically is asking me what, where is it? Oh, Ah, okay. He's saying that, uh, is it, do you find your time in Germany as a black person better or worse in America? Like, how yeah. is it with racism? Um, of course, the question I got to ask, what year? What 44, year? not great. <laughs> no. Go ahead. <laughs> I found it to be, well, I went to a majority white country, which is Germany. So, of course... Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, ooh, different girl. You know, if there was aliens that came down, everyone would try to fuck them too. So it's, you end up being like, I'm way hotter in Germany because nobody's like me there. Yeah. So that's fantastic. That's but, like when I go to Ireland, I'm like, there I am again. There <laughs> I am again. Why am I here? I should leave. But then you go to Asia and it's like. Mm. And it's like, what's with their teeth? What's with their teeth? Please, <laughs> somebody fix their teeth. So I found it to be. They treated you better as a human first, mm -hmm. but said and did way more ignorant shit that would never fly here. Not never, but I mean, you got to go to the South for that shit. Like that type of ignorance is care. You got to go to like, I don't know, some forest or something like, for example, there was like this shop like on the route to my university uh, and it just said like the African hair shop, whatever in German. It was just like whatever. Anyways, this girl comes up. She's like, "Oh, by the way, um, I I know where you need to get your hair done." And I was like, "Oh, where?" And she's like, "There's an Africa hair shop." And I was just like, "I do my hair. I straighten my hair at home with a straightener, just like everyone else." She's like, and then she scolded me. She's like, "Well, you need to learn how to compromise. We exchange students." I'm like, "Bitch, get the fuck out of my face!" Like I didn't say that, but I was just like. Why do I need to go to the Africa hair shop? You Why need can't to learn I... how to compromise. <laughs> I know. So that was weird. Um, there's a thing called fashing. <laughs> she probably thought she was doing you a favor. Oh, she meant the so yeah. well. And then yeah. when I, I think I made her feel bad and she was like, how dare you? There was, there's a thing called fashing, which is basically carnival. And um, everybody dresses up. Everybody. Even the grumpy fucking old man train driver. Everybody dresses up. You would love it. Um, <laughs> I love trains. I love dress up and I love trains. <laughs> and the amount of people who were dressed as Africans was like, I was taken aback. I was just like, and it was Spears, full black, plots. red, like uh -huh. red, black, Goose, Afro. So Gucci sweater, go ahead. <laughs> Basically Gucci, Gucci sweater. And I remember we all went out in a group and somebody brought a friend like that. And, and I was like, and German, I'm like, what the fuck are you supposed to be? And he was like, you. And I fucking <laughs> Huge laugh. Let, I ah! let him have it. I told him that that's racist in my country. And I don't appreciate it. And the funniest part is that he had to go and hang out with us for like the next three or four hours. In blackface? In blackface. Oh, feeling so funny. Like 
he did not think I was going to be mad. He thought I would be like, oh my God, so cute. Yeah. And you I look made like him, my cousin. Yeah, yeah. I made him feel so bad. So we had to like, we went on like carnival, right? He was sad, <laughs> but he was still stuck. Oh, that's so great. It was really funny. Uh, Anyways, danke. So if, I mean, what I was going to say is if you Todd. think that the, if you think that the racial strife is over in Germany now. Oh no, this is the thing about Europe is that, and this is the thing I always felt like America did better, even though. There's more racial tension. One, like I always say, America is a country in its teenage years, whereas Europe's fucking like yeah. 35. Yeah. You know, they're a 35-year-old. They know who they are. There's still new shit happening, but whatever. America discusses it, though. We mm -hmm. talk about it, even though we're being lied to and saying equal rights. Like, there is a fire in America that is like this young, spirited, mm -hmm. like, no, that's not okay. It's, yeah. it's alive. And that, to me, is the most powerful thing. Whereas... um. In Europe, no one discusses it. Now yeah. that there's like immigrant issue, but they're discussing it as an immigrant issue, not as like, I'm white, yeah, you're black. Yeah, they're just we're regular different. immigrants. I'm sure they'd have the same problem if they were from Asia. Exactly. So they don't actually discuss race and ethnicity a lot as they do in America. It's like, you can talk about it a lot more. We have a fucking podcast based mostly on it. Yeah. So. Uh, here's a note, letter. Email. Why do 99% of all musicians, actors, directors, comedians, painters, poets, photographers, I guess, artists in general, seem to be progressive? Or if not progressive, at least not conservative. And this is easily extended to founders of startups, too, for that matter. Not exactly, but mm. uh, sure, there's super Jesus-y movies. Dennis Miller, Tim Allen, James Woods. Is there any something about conservatism as a worldview that preempts original thought or hinders creativity? I don't think it's about hindering creativity and i will say a comedian named nick DiPaolo yeah um just released a a you uh hour on on youtube and i've known nick for 25 years and he's a really good joke writer and his special's funny if you accept his worldview so which if i watch stand-up i'll just yeah, I go yeah i'll say fucking this seems like a funny worldview right it, yeah you think hillary clinton is like an evil witch all right fuck it fuck it <laughs> what <laughs> then what do you gotta say about it uh it was funny um i don't think that it it's impossible but the term the explanation is in the term liberal and conservative conservatives are about conserving their boundaries, shit and like boundaries rules. and rules and standards and and uh we must be wise and and cautious and all that and whereas liberal is like yeah whatever yeah come on in yeah, yeah cool yeah let's yeah drugs should be li like it's just it truly is liberal or progressive right whatever word you want to use so it's just in it. It's just in the thing. I don't. I also think that it's harder for that punching down, punching up thing. It's harder to be a liberal. Um, it's harder to be a conservative comedian because it's the comedy is about the little guy mm. and the underdog, and it's why like characters have to do in movies have to do something nice in the first 10 minutes or be victimized in some way their right. wife leaves them they pet a dog they whatever because you have to go like i like this guy and if it's just ca a captain of industry is scrooge is conservative right 
he's so it's everyone just being like be nice and he's like no uh, uh, fuck it or or the guy from it's a wonderful life right those they're like the villains because conservative ideology is largely about hoarding and keeping what's mine and not helping right. people unless they're helping themselves and their bootstraps and whatever so so that would be my explanation for why there's it's not- also called like a liberal arts degree it's not called a conservative i mean just kind of beaten into the wording and the symbolism it's just like it makes sense that everything's yeah i mean i don't but i but it's also like there's a lack of generosity on the on the side of conservatives just built into it because like we only have this much money and you want this and they will be generous if you obey a, a rules, In whether like a they're Christian, Jesus's rules yeah. or Jesus's or rules. you have to you have to get drug tested uh. to receive welfare, opinion. <laughs> uh, this is going to be unpopular. Because I've gotten people got mad at me for this on Twitter one time. Heavily tattooed people have said body art have said body art to make up for their lack of personality. <laughs> How y'all feel about that? I know this is a smallpox blanket statement, so of course does not apply to all, but you know. Uh, Agree. I gotta say, not a popular opinion, but I, I, I once tweeted that no, no tattooed person has ever done made a great contribution to the world. Oh my God. And people were fucking livid livid and then they That's ended up so going funny. to churchill who had um the the an anchor <laughs> that was like churchill <laughs> no having said that it's a lot of it's about fashion and style and all that stuff but but i don't i think it is a i don't think that it makes you boring but i think it you think it makes you interesting and it sure doesn't I there's a lot of people who I think they start like tattooing's my thing. Yeah. Like people need things. Yeah. I know someone who is the most annoying about their veganism and one time I called her on it and she was just like, Well, it's the easiest thing for me to identify as and she just was like, God, you I'm jump, so sorry. Jump. Um, um Yeah, it's not it's not tattooed people, it's like some of them, not all of them. Some some people just have a tattoo. Yeah, I get. It. I I the, I don't have a tattoo because it would immediately become visible to me. I wouldn't see it after three days. Right. It just would be invisible. I would not. Don't it's like the a, shit in my house. Tattoo? No, I don't have tattoos. Oh. It's the shit in my house. Is I see my TV and my couch, and my bed, and my sink. Like I don't. There's. I'm a clut. I'm hoarder, clutterer. I Do just you see don't, the shrimp. Ever? I see the shrimp sometimes, okay. but not really. Like it's just invisible to me. So that would happen with the. Uh, and also, if you want to remember something, <laughs> maybe Dane Cook did a joke a long time ago where he was like, I don't think I, I think I would maybe just go on Cafe Press and make a t-shirt, <laughs> which is like, yeah, just make a t-shirt. And also, if you need a tattoo to remember something, probably not that strong a memory. <laughs> nah, that's all I'm saying. Um, I, yeah, well. Dear Neil and Bianca, 
I met my girlfriend last December in Los Angeles and have been very much in love with her since. The issue is that she was born and raised in Italy and currently lives in London while I was born in the U.S. and still live in L.A. So I visited her three times in London. We all went to NYC together. I love my girlfriend very much. She loves me, but there's no clear or easy path that will bring physical togetherness. It feels trite and bewildering to give up on our relationship simply because of our country borders, but day by day I'm seeing fewer and fewer options aside from us getting married, which is something we both agree would be too extreme after knowing each other for less than a year. Uh, <clears throat> long distance is terrible. I've had long distance relationships. I lived in Europe. Blah, blah, blah. They just, there's plenty of fish in the sea you got to move on. Yeah, it's it's a sad thing to admit, but this goes back to the agreement. What are you offering me? You're offering me, you're amazing, but you gotta be available. Yeah. You got, availability is a big part of relationships. That's one of the, one of the categories that is important is availability. Yeah. Just are you physical, too available? Are uh, you yes. not enough available? The, are you the That's right amount of available? Are you, even, I live in Venice, I wouldn't, I've, matched with women who live in Glendale and Silver Lake remember and one Los Feliz and it's just like there's no point in even bothering I remember you showed us that you're like she lives in Highland Park yeah it's like Neil but if she cool he's like doesn't matter I'm not driving to Highland I'm not Park. fucking driving to Highland Park all the time it's just, <laughs> I'm just not gonna do that it's not that's realistic that's so far it's I know and it's not even that far but it's so far well yeah um, and it's like so you're saying you would take a woman that you like less who lives closer, yes, that is what I'm saying. Well, here's It's the, one of the categories. The thing is also, did he see how old he is? No. Because I, but I'll tell you, he's in his is, 20s. Yeah, for sure. Because this is a 20-year-old thing. Because yeah. at this point, it's like if I meet someone abroad, you know where you leave it at? Like, hey, if I come back, like let's do this. Yeah, thing. and you both know I ain't coming and, back. And this no one's like, meet me. And yeah. like, if you meet me, maybe. But as someone who's had long distance relationship, the problem is it's almost like the law of diminishing utility. Like the longer, I mean, just a few things at play. The longer you go without talking to them, and then it's like you're just living through phone calls. And then when you see them, it's concentrate. It's, so, but there's a lot of pressure on when you see them. Like, yeah. we got to fuck and twice we gotta a day. We got to fuck, and it has to be really fun, mm-hmm. and you can't fight because then it's like, yeah, it's our time. So you're making up for three months in like a week and a half, and it's like, it's not sustainable. It doesn't work, and there's so many people now. There's so many people. Especially brown people because they keep fucking. <clears throat> Can I read the next one? Fine. Do we have a Bianca Reed song? I asked for Please it. Stop. Guys, we need it. We need a Bianca Be Reed. Nice. And we need tension. And we need like, Bianca, don't blow it. We need that kind of thing. I need hooked on phonics. Okay. Go. Hello, Neil and Bianca. I am currently anticipating an ugly familiarity in my life where have. Ah! Where have they fuck up, then I fuck Hello, up. Hello, Neil and Bianca. I'm currently anticipating an ugly familiarity in my life where I have sort of a changing of the guard in friends. Without getting into many details, many people I am friends with who are going through life changes such as marriages, moving, breakups, and getting divorced. I've seen these sort of disruptions before, and they have almost always led to the end of friendships. Meanwhile, a few folks I've been mildly chummy with are becoming more significant people in my day-to-day, and I feel they are positioning to replace the friend group I have. I should know that this is worded as if they are making these actions purposefully. But in reality, none of these folks interact much at all. Um, 
what he's saying is, have you found that you go through shifts and friends and how hard is it keeping long relationships? This is something I wanted to talk about a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it is. I remember. What is the realistic... Um, expiration date on friendships is there is it realistic to have lifelong to expect to have lifelong friends the the it's it, the answer is what we always say everything is a relationship maybe mm-hmm. not sexual so friendships like if you break the agreement mm-hmm then I don't think you should be friends. And I and I, I think it's like a lot more gentle of a situation with friends. Yeah. It's like, you know, your friends can be shitty. Yeah. And it's still like, and that's part of friendship. It's like I deal with your bullshit a yeah. little. But if you really break Up to the, a point. Up to a point. Yeah. But if you really break the agreement, if you go out of your way to break like our closeness and you're just all of a sudden just like, or these things that bond us. Yeah. If you break, you know, if it's not like, oh, you're gaining weight or, you know, you're this or you're that, it's you know, uh, you're just like sunning me or you're being really rude constantly so we can't even have our normal yeah. bond. Fuck you. Yeah. So it depends. It depends on how you're connected. What's your longest friendship? Uh, I have very long friendships. When I do my birthday big... But I guess, yeah, I guess it's like I'm still... I'm friends with a lot of my friends from high school. I'm cool with the guys that I went to grade school and high school with. And oh, like cool. when I did my show in Philly, like a bunch of them came. Oh, so Ten you're like friendly came. with like you're in. Yeah, yeah like we're cool. Like That's I don't more really than a lot text of with them. I'll t- like a little bit. Like if someone dies, there'll be texts. Lord. Like, a, you know, but I, it's not day to day at all. Um, yeah, that's a lot. And. So I and I consider I they're my friends, but they're not really my. I mean, they're they're my friends, but it's like they're there. Yeah, but it's not. It's inactive. It's like on they're on the disabled list or something because <laughs> because they're just not. It's not what's popular. When I do my big birthday thing mm-hmm. every year, it's like between I don't know thirteen, fourteen to twenty friends, depending on yeah. And these are very close friends. Some are my family, so it doesn't count. But everybody there, the least amount I know someone is like seven, eight years. That's the like newest friend. The oldest is like twenty five years yeah so it's i like keeping friends i'm a friend hoarder i don't like letting you go there are people that i'm fond of that i don't see Mm. but but have you ever had to be like you're not good for me goodbye yeah a lot and and i've had people do it to me i think it's a skill that you acquire as you get older because thinking about it how many people from high school are you friends with just because you went to high school? Not yeah. not now, but like you, yeah. you dealt like with in high school. Like you're in a circle. You don't. You're like I, you wouldn't know how to navigate. Yeah. He doesn't. I'm not comfortable. But the moment you get left high school and you didn't have to see them every day, it's like, yeah. Eh, I don't really want to kick with you. Yeah. So I think, I think it just naturally goes certain ways. Yeah. Like my my oldest adult friend is Dave, and. There have been many times where I've had to put him on ice. He's put me on ice. Right. My friend Randy is my other longest friend. He stopped returning my calls like three years ago, <laughs> returning my texts. He, and he was like, he 
like, and I get it. I get it. Like, I get when someone's not good for you, you just got to let them go. Yeah, I didn't, I, I'll take his word for it that I wasn't a good, the agreement, I was shifty with the agreement or I was, you know, I wasn't a good friend. Um, I'll, I accept like a hundred percent. So I'll, I've been iced and I've iced and I've iced Dave and he's iced me and like, didn't talk for like, we didn't talk for years. Me and Dave have gone years without talking and then talk five times a day for years. Yeah. And, and I mean, we, yeah. So, um, that's a very, I mean, I'm also, I'm starting to realize kind of a psycho. And I, what I mean is, what I mean is I have a lot of beef with people. Like I'm pretty, and I don't know if it's because I'm Irish or because I stand up for myself or I seem like a cocky dickhead to people or people. But I, I feel like I have a, I have like for a comedian, I have a lot of weird relationships for, a, well, I guess I, and uh, give it's us not an example, that many. Man. I'm trying to think of a good example. Why? What makes you a psycho? I just like, I will argue with people quickly. Oh yeah. Like I will just argue with people quickly. Or if somebody's being a, dickhead i'll be like hey man you're not being you're being a dickhead you gotta stop (laughs) that someone that i don't know that most people be like hey i thought i just so i think i'm too i'm overly blunt and i'm very sensitive you're quite sensitive yeah but i feel like people i'm both sensitive incoming sensitive outgoing insensitive it's a pretty great combination (laughs) hi i'm neil brennan um no like okay for example when you like there's times where you're like, oh, to me. And I'm, I, I, the thing is, like, I know you well enough and we've been friends long enough that I know. I just, like, it's like, in a way, it's uh, kind of part of the agreement. I'm yeah. just like, okay, Neil. Like, fine, whatever. When was the last time we had that? I don't know. Sometimes the way you text is like, you'll, it's like a little, like, Clipped. snippy. <laughs> I'm like, uh, okay. I mean, whatever. it's, I'm just trying to be effective. I, <laughs> no. I honestly but and i can't believe you don't have a fucking apple you're just always very mad at me on decks but what i mean is i kind of like i'm also because i have i have a lot i've been cursed blessed with the ability to have a lot of high maintenance lots yes. of friends i have the people friends i have friends that like they don't have any other friends but me because yeah. i'm just like i can deal with them you're not bad at all but I understand the, your communication. Somebody said Steve hurt. Simone one time said that I'm like a wrestling heel, <laughs> a heel being like the black hat villain guy. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck. And then I'm like at the children's hospital afterward. Right. Like I'm way, my actions are way nicer than you would guess. You're so nice. But I also think. In a way, though, it's, it works with your personality that you're not this, like, lovable guy. Yeah. You're not going to want all those people around you. And people like, no. Neil, like, people who get you, get it. You don't ever hurt my feelings. But yeah. I think there's some people that if you, you snapped know on, you'd that be like, if you need like, oh, something, Neil. if you actually need something, I'm right, I'll am i be there. Like, no questions asked. Like, there are a list you're of people. What do you need? I'm right there. Yeah. 
I and love you. When you're on that list, okay, look, it is pretty sweet. There's a short one coming up, honey. We'll, we'll give you a short one. The, the next one's short. Um, the next one's short. You want oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Bianca Neal, me first. Bianca Neal. I have a theory, and I'm interested in how Neil feel and how Binky thinking about it. On the subject of birth control, I think that giving given a pill... Given a daily pill, men given a daily pill, men would be better at taking it religiously than women have been. My thinking is that most women kind of want a baby at least some of the time, where single men want a baby. Single men wanting a baby are vanishingly rare. P.S. If you come to Kansas City on tour, I'd be honored to host you at my club, the <laughs> Whispers Gentlemen Club. I mean, if that's not in his garage. <laughs> That's not like a little rascal. We gonna die. Yeah. Um, what do you think? I think that men would all lie and say they're on it. I know. I mean, that's what would happen. I, I also think I think that there are a lot of men who, if they, I guess they're because when you're on the pill as a woman, your period is less severe, right? I don't know. I've always had a very. I don't have a period naturally, so. Really? Yeah, that's why I take birth control. Because I don't, I don't, my body doesn't make a period. Ever? Like once every year and a half. Year, and it lasts, half. it lasts like months and months. No, it's it like lasts like four days. No, it's not months and and do you know, that's, and you don't have PMS? You don't have any of that? No cramps. I've never had Really? Cramp. I don't PMS. How rare is that? Well, I guess the doctor explains like, your brain to get a period it's like your brain has to send, send a signal to this that that it's like there's so many things that have to yeah. line up that it's almost crazy how your body does it and mine are just off so they're sending signals at do the you ovulate uh, like yeah. do you like everyone ovulates it's just the linings the linings of your vaginal walls or the yeah. uterine walls mine just grow and they just keep growing 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 and they I don't, don't this release. is how little I mean this is as a guy I'm this is <laughs> I thought it was great but trigonometry, apparently trigonometry <laughs> what you're doing right now I'd be like what what was what I thought it was great So I was do like, you ovulate every 28 days? Uh, yeah, I do. I don't I don't know what the fuck, but I know that that happens. Maybe the any doctor But I thought the period is when you ovulate and it's not the it's egg isn't fertilized and then, you, and then you release the wall. So yeah, but all those things have to like there's signals that go into that, you know? So maybe it's not signaling that it's not ovulated or it's not, right. you know, whatever. I'm, okay. The, but you've done like eggs things? You've done egg things? I've done nothing. I just didn't have my period when I was young. For I had it once a year and I thought it was the luckiest girl in the world. There's a very easy joke here, which is that's why you're so cool. As a <laughs> guy, it's like, oh, yeah, she, well, she's cool. She doesn't get a period. <laughs> no, uh, and then, yeah, so basically I have to... I have to force my body to take a period. Yeah, I don't think that that men. I I if there would my point was as a guy. My understanding of, of the pill is it affects the severity of your period, the 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 uh, frequency of your period, and probably not the flow. I think it can affect the flow. Some people do it to like lessen it. What do you mean? Yes. The flow? Okay. So. As a, if I take, so funny. if I, I, I mean, having guys okay, explain go, go. Come on, let's go. vaginas that's would be better a than great, a lot of, would be a great, this better and than I, a lot cause of I'm a relatively intelligent person, <laughs> especially about pussy. <laughs> I'm pussy intelligent. Um, I, there's, I don't, our semen wouldn't look different. 
we wouldn't, you know, like even if you get your tubes tied, you still have semen that. Yeah. So the, whereas women can tell it's working. Yeah. You gain weight. As a guy. Yeah. Our, I don't, I don't know what the proof positive would be. I think it's not even like you guys need to see something. I don't know a guy that does everything every day. Like, I take Zoloft every day or just about every day. Well, that also com- guys, all, every guy jerks off every day. <laughs> that completely affects your mind and that helps you. But they do. There's guys that don't wash their ass every day. They literally make a body wash that you can do your head and, you know, they have like a axe that's like shampoo and body washing. Yeah, one yeah, because yeah. guys don't want to fucking Because there was that. too many. It was too confusing. <laughs> If guys had wash, periods, two kinds of if guys had periods, this would be a very bloody world. So I wouldn't yeah, trust. Agreed. I wouldn't um, trust the guy. Hold on. All right. Uh, oh, this sound? is cute. Dear Neil, big fan of all your work from Chappelle Show to Three Mics. So much so that I recently put Three Mics stands in my room to practice stand up. However, I live in South Dakota and don't have money to buy actual mics, so I carved three mics out of the <laughs> finest American elm. Turns out, microphones carved out of wood look eerily similar to Dick's. Every time I go up to practice, it looks like I'm about to perform fellatio instead of stand up. So good. How Neil feel? I feel fine. Also, if you're <laughs> ever in the rapids, um, it anyhow. How Neil feel about practicing stand up in your room instead of in a crowd? Uh, there's nowhere to do it here. I mean, well, first of all, I'd like to say, you don't. Why would you practice with three mics? <laughs> Meaning, like, you don't need to set three mics up. Just He's practice so with cute. one mic and then move the mic over with you. Also. Yeah, you don't need you don't need mics to practice to practice. The thing the reason I was going to read this is because I have a mic and stand in my house somewhere that I, I don't know where it is now. Um but and the reason I got it is cuz Rock told me that before bring the pain he had a mirror and a microphone set up in his house. Wow. And he would practice what became his pacing style. Um, so I, I think that everyone wants to feel like you great comics are, it's all natural, but I've said this before. No one's read more books about comedy than Dave Chappelle. No one. I know. Yeah. I remember I would have books when we first became friends. I had like a, some comedy writing book and he was like, Oh, I read that. I read that. Like he had, I was embarrassed and he was like, no, I read that. Like, there's no harm in it. Yeah. It's, you're not going to get less. There's, it's just do your, don't be afraid to be, to do homework. You don't want to be one of those people who's just like, I read all the books yeah, and I, that's... and I've got my business card and I have a, I have a eight by 10. Can I give you an eight by 10? Yeah. You're like, dude, you need sure. just do the job and all that other shit will be fine. But in order to learn how to do the job, there are, a lot of ways to do it that are that you would think, oh, that's not how Kinnison did it. Kinnison was a fucking drug addict. Or that's not how, you know, Carlin was really organized. Uh, obviously, Newhart's organized. Pryor apparently would go on and before, you know, he would work his hours out over long periods of time. Fucking long periods of time. And it wasn't good a lot of the time, apparently. So... I don't think that you should be embarrassed by working hard. Sometimes people try to neg me where they go like, man, you always got new jokes and you're always writing. I'm like, that's the job, man. That's the job, dude. 
Like I have written shit. Like, like we have the like. What it, what are you doing? Well, I'm not a poet. <laughs> I'm not a genius. I'm like I have to think things through and formulate a good thought. Well, especially at the store, there's guys that they'll work on their sets for it. Like Rogan will work on it. I remember when Rock came to the store before Oscar So White. Mm -hmm. He ran it, and it's like. I remember his customer was like, mm, I saw Rogan said, and it was okay. But I'm like, yeah, but did you see it four months later? Because it was yeah. fucking amazing. Yeah. And also, you paid $15. <laughs> and you got like 150 amazing fucking comedians. And so one of, how should he do it? What should you have been charged? $12? Like, you want him to do his tried and true 15-year-old yes. comedy? Yes. Like, no, they got to work it out. Yes. Mm. So... But also, do you think you can over-rehearse a set? Yeah. Yeah. I think you absolutely can. The great uh, Dave Chappelle. Uh, by the way, I'm going to start bleeping when I've dropped famous names on this. I'm going to start bleeping. Look people what you guys did. are so mad at me for naming the people I know. <laughs> They're so um, mad. Yeah, you can over-rehearse. I mean, as Dave said, the tire jokes are like tires. <laughs> and like you just can wear the treads out if you yeah, tell a joke so. too much. Uh, we should wrap it. Oh, this is interesting. Um, hi, Neil and Bianca. Want to know your thoughts on Will Smith allegedly having a writer's room for his Instagram? Um, if it's awkward because Neil knows or is one of the writers involved, maybe you could talk about general <laughs> A-list social involved. media teams and if it's dishonest. I don't think it's dishonest at all. Are you involved? I'm no way involved. <laughs> okay. Um, but I think we got one of our cameras from from Will Smith. That's a long story, but thanks, Will. But maybe Bianca's cameras from Will Smith. Yes. Um, oh, that's amazing. Uh, I why? Who said you can't have right? First of all, I don't. He's not. They're making editing bits. Right. They're just editing his shit up. It's not like like they're just basically he walks around, they film him, and then they edit it. Um, I don't. So do you need Will? So Will should be doing that? Will should be editing his own footage? Right. Like, why? How was that? To me, it's great that you're. I have professional-grade shit delivered on my phone. Like, I, this is why people are so... This guy's arguing against his own self-interest. Which is like, you dude, want you want shittier shit? stuff? Do you want shittier stuff? That's what you're saying? You don't want Will to have a good editing team or why? Because the rules of Instagram. No, that's not. That's those are the rules. But guess what? This is lit. <laughs> a lot of influencers right, things are, are lit and they're rehearsed and they're, and they're photo this like, and they take 5000 photos. Relax and in, relax and fucking enjoy yourself, buddy. Can we talk about uh, three ways? Yeah, go ahead. You can read that because it's nice and short. <laughs> hey, guys. I was curious to know how Neil feel and how Binky Thinky about three ways. Are they worth it? Too much trouble or does it all depend on the participants and circumstances? Thanks. Thanks. Um, I've never had one and I think you have. Uh, Bianca? <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I have never had a three way. No way. I don't believe you. I know. It seemed like. I don't know why it seems like you. My had... life is really <laughs> small. People think it's big. It's I've I've only seen cocaine six times 
seen it. I've only done it once. I've seen it six times. No, I've come close to three ways, but never. It's too much coordination, and it's too much like, are you good? That just like, oh, let me just fuck. All right, okay. let me just. Would go. you do in a non two guys, get, two guys and a girl? This is easy. One I... thing to concentrate on. In this is fantasy world, I'm not saying you're gonna go look for it. I don't love. No, I wouldn't because I find other men's sexuality disgusting and embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I just find it gross. Like, I don't want to... I remember... I think Dave ended up doing this joke, but but think about... I don't want to hear about... What, rappers used to do, like, sex songs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, 50 uh. Cent had one. Like, lick it back and you lick it. And you're just like, ugh. Fucking stop it, dude. That's not what I want you for. You're here for violence <laughs> and thuggery. What was the famous one from Digital Underground? She slapping on the floor, but the two inch gap. Yeah, just the like floor. all right, now man. We- like I, even that's about uh, the, even that's like strip. I don't strippers fine. I don't want to know about what you're doing. <laughs> I don't want to know your body and then my tongue and my stuff. Just like I don't want to. I don't want to know about any other guy's sexual <laughs> habits. I just don't. So. Uh, I would do two women, of course, because that's about idolatry, basically. But doesn't it feel a little like, I mean, two bitches? It's like it's like having two puppies. Yeah, I mean, a friend of mine a long time ago said that it sounds like a lot of hard, uninteresting work. (laughs) I think it could be fun, but it's also like. Can I look at my phone when you guys are doing stuff? Like, oh my god! How long? I I think it would just be. It seems like a very delicate situation to manage. I think it's weird. I just don't understand what happens after everyone's done, and like the you know you're in like a trance of like that feels yeah. like that. But then it's like, look, what should we watch? Like, yeah, do you like, all? When does it like? Yeah, ugh. when do you? Should we all shower together? <laughs> Should we all get in a in a in a I w- ver- convertible and get brunch <laughs> and like while the Beach Boys play? I would never do a threesome because I don't like. I like to have the attention on me. Like, yeah, I don't get why girls do that. It's like mm, they. I'm do not it, insecure either. I just why would I, I think go- girls like how much they think guys like it. They like they think it's they they think it's it turns him on so much and and then they also i bet they like being the kind of person who does three ways right like and three yeah and they and then some of them are into girls and want a larger get, sexual the, 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 experience the um if a guy ever says like if i ever get a hint that a guy would do a three with me and someone else i automatically think he doesn't respect me and i just can't like well, that's me. the other thing is like, apparently you can't if you're in a relationship me? with a woman and you bring another woman in as the guy I've heard, you cannot penetrate the other woman like that's the where they where your girl will lose her mind if you're actually. Oh, my penetrate God. The, I mean, again, these that's are like carrot in front of the donkey. Like, why, why, is, she, why is she there? Uh, there? Man, we skipped some. Should we? Should yeah, we, we got to skip some. Um, let's do, all right, this is good. Yo, this is from Northern Michigan. So (laughs) bash me for being a redneck. 
Fuck off. <laughs> not Kid Rock. Anyways, I'm Belgium. Engineer I'm Belgium. slash builder. Truth is never told. What death changed both your lives? How did you deal with it and let it go? What's the worst life or death you have dealt with? Love your podcast. I've spread it around Traverse City, Michigan. My mother and brother both committed suicide years ago. Easter and Valentine's Day. Fuck holidays. Over money, love, and jealousy. OLL. Keep on keeping on. People bitch hurt. People bitch for hurt. Or we laugh about it and smile more. XOXO. You're both badass. What a nice guy. That was a wild ride. Cause that was wild. The formatting. It's been a wild The formatting wait. alone. I mean, just the structure. Just he, he changed. He just changed the game. He did for, for emails what what Shakespeare did for sonnets. <laughs> uh, biggest death that changed my life. Oh, Lord. This is sad. Uh, it wasn't his death so much. It was, it was Charlie Murphy's funeral. Mm-hmm. And... Because I was sort of already heading in the direction of I don't care about legacy. I don't care about my life's work. I don't care. I don't think any of it's significant. Because all I could think was I hope he had fun. That's all I thought was, man, I it's over. I hope he had fun. I don't believe in heaven or an afterlife or any of that stuff. So it's over. And... Charlie now is mud. I know. It's so fucking bleak. Did you have it's to add that so part, bleak. Though? Yes. Why is that part important? Because before I become mud, what do I want to experience as a human being? That's it. That's my only sort of credo now is what do I want to experience in this human body? What first person experiences do I want? Yeah. That are good. I don't care about legacy. I don't care about the reputation. I don't care about plotting and positioning. Just what do I like doing? I like doing this. I like doing it. I don't care if it's popular, not popular. I like the act of it. Right. So you look a lot like Ariana Grande today with your hair. Really? Like, like four times you look like Ariana That's Grande. That's so funny. Um, so that was the one that did the most for me. I was already thinking the mud thing, but it really solidified the idea that we're all, it's so transient. It, it's ever, it's the, it's hacky to even say that they've sure did. But I, if you don't believe in, I don't imbue a ton of meaning on life right. and I, and that's liberating and not in that it makes me a libertine or I don't have morals right, or any right, of that right. stuff, but it's just liberating. Like, Oh, it's meaningless. Let me fucking have fun. Let me get serotonin flowing. Serotonin flowing. Yeah. I mean, but do you think that, I don't know, you don't put a lot on life in terms of what, like, you do things that help you live a better life. It's not like you're just. I would like to live forever if I can, but that's impossible unless this Dr. Sebi stuff really pops (laughs) off. Um, So I would like to, I, because I don't believe in an afterlife. I, you know, I, no, I just mean like you do things that like you do things that allot you a nice life. It's like you, sometimes you do things you don't want to do. You're not always just like hedonist, like, well, I'll do things for people I care about. Yeah. Like if there's an agreement, I will do it. There are certain people that just like, yep, you got it. But no questions at like done. Um, 
And that has to do with having my own code and wishing. It doesn't mean that I don't believe in ideology, like karma, for instance. Right. While I don't especially believe in karma, I, I kind of don't want to fucking make other human, about human beings' lives worth, uh, uh, worse. I don't want to make people's lives worse. That's I don't want to nice. be a part of things that I consider a problem. Okay, that makes sense. I am, but I try to mitigate it. I try to mi- I try to minimize it as much as I can. Um, so that's my You're doing part of my job. life philosophy. Yeah, but it I don't do jobs I don't want to do. I mean, yeah. I'm lucky money wise. So this podcast is so lucrative uh, <laughs> that I'm lucky so money wise that I don't have. Yeah, I do. I do. I truly do what I want. But having with that in mind, there's millions of people that could truly do what they want and don't. Yeah. And and there are people that think they need a certain amount of money that don't that that people put a structure money and all that stuff is a good structure for life, but it's very limiting. It's it gives you direction, but it's very limiting. And I'm thankful to know that I don't have to abide by that structure and but i also realize i never did yeah that's the kind of tea of it all yeah that i never no one does so most people are living their lives so that they have money for when they are dying it's just odd right i get it but it's a weird um assumption about yourself and your understanding. Mm. I guess my view on life, your I don't like it ending in mud. That's just too uh-huh. weird of a uh, visual for it's me to go. It's so away. gruesome. It's, it's brutal. Yeah. I, I'm i a little more old school than you. Like, you don't like legacy. We've talked about this in the yeah. past. You're like, fuck legacy. And I, I believe leaving things for people because you're not going to use them. And if you didn't use it all, then why not leave it for someone to like, if I'm not going to burn my money, (laughs) my money is not going to be mud. No, I know your money's not going to be mud. I just mean, I think you can live for today and now and enjoy yourself and also think of when you're dying too. I don't think it has to be like, fuck when I'm dead, live for now only. I don't. Yeah, but what are you, what legacy are you trying to leave? I don't know. I don't think I fully figured it out yet, and I don't think I think that's fine. I also do think, and that's not a, this isn't a dig to you, but you have had you've had a a lot of money for a long time, mm-hmm. and I feel like maybe that experience has brought you to a place where, as I don't think two years after you became a new like tax bracket, you're like fuck it, you know what I mean? Like I I think it's something you've got to digest for a long time and yeah. got to a point where you're like, you know what? This isn't that like you, now you have the luxury to be able to reflect on it. For example, the director who did like, who's really big in the nineties. I forgot his name, but he did Ace Ventura. He did all this stuff. Tom Shaniak. He's the one who like gave yeah. it all up and, but he gave it all in like the height of his shit. Yeah. He did not wait till like, yeah. what was it all worth? And I'm not yeah. mocking you. I'm yeah. just saying that, that for me is really interesting. He had this, he was doing this interview and he was just basically saying, you know, trees, like it rains. They only take as much water yeah. as they need. 
They don't yeah. take them for later. Yeah. And when I die, and what about a rainy day? Like nature only takes what we need. We're the only ones who just like hoard and and so I get what you mean. Yeah. But I think your perspective is really like what's going on. With yes. I, there's also the notion that people it's what we talked about last week you have a good disposition yeah that's real that's worth so much and you could say money but it's not it's not it's not even the it's so much more important than money it's it's to even mention money is an insult right <laughs> it's disrespectful to how important it is and Shadiac was blowing money on like nonsense right. on, on a wine cellar. And right. I don't think he drank. He was Neil just has doing dumb purchases. shit. <laughs> he was doing shit cause he thought he was supposed to. Right. Um, and I, I'm not saying that money's not important. I'm not saying that it's not significant. I'm not saying that poverty isn't, doesn't feel awful. What I'm saying is the more you're having a better life than just off the top of my head, Ariana Grande, (laughs) even though she's because of the way you're sitting, she's sitting on a stool impossibly in white (laughs) heels. Um, You're having a better life than Ariana Grande because of your disposition. Yeah. It doesn't, Matt, she's never going to sell enough records to be, whatever disposition she has is predicated on success. Yeah. And so if you take that out of it, and that's what I sort of got from Charlie Funeral. I'm, I didn't think we shouldn't have done that Rick James sketch. I didn't think any of that. So I'm glad the fun part about it was it, it made all of our lives explode in a great way and and it was fun in doing it and so but you're saying your disposition is generally not good and you've had to work on it so yes take away your success what did you get well, from charlie's funeral about disposition or about that i that fun is the only metric or disposition is really the only worthwhile metric there was a thing in that movie when we were kings um where Muhammad Ali is in Africa and he said, he said like, they're so poor, but there's a dignity in their poverty because mm. they aren't dying to be filthy rich. Right. They just want enough to survive and they'll be grateful. Yeah. And that's the thing that you have that, that I'm working on having. It's funny though, because I did grow up wealthy and, there's someone who made a comment. It was in like, I was like, Ooh, that was a zinger. Um, it was about me and he was just saying, yeah, but Bianca, if you didn't, if you didn't, uh, have a little bit of like wealth or whatever, have a little bit of gold. If, if you have a little bit, that's what, how they put it. They're like, you have a little bit of gold and you don't look like a foot. AKA you're like, you have a little bit of wealth and you're hot. So you can afford to be, a waitress. Yeah, but when, I don't and think I, that and that's... And I felt I, like... I was like... Yeah. Yeah, but at wow, the same time, like... It's your disp- It's your spirit. It's not... It's that's incandescent. Thought, it's, not, like, it's not... It's not... It's not in your... 
it's like if it's in your body it's like here it's not a it's a spiritual force it's not about i don't think you would be i think having a massive career would make you less happy i think it would just make you stressed and um and a little uncomfortable i literally just want to sell my tv show and Mm -hmm. be and have that for sure but i don't i don't have this like like insatiable appetite to like conquer and be successful like i like enjoying my life yeah and so i don't know if that i think you have to be a little bit your disposition has to be like make you make that very important to you to be really uber successful it's like when you grow up with money, you don't, it's like, it's fine. You just need enough to fucking do what you want. You don't need. It doesn't, it doesn't, you know, you, I grew up, I guess I grew up with money. Yeah. I grew up uh, with money did, like you grew up with money. I didn't grow up with like uh, my it, My parents were from the depression, so it wasn't, and where there were 10 of us, like it wasn't. Yeah, no, my dad was very cheap. Like we, he drove a fucking Nissan Quest van. Yeah. Forever. When every and Persian people love their Mercedes, they're very flashy. He was like, save money for my kids' as education, save money for my kids, like to buy to, a house. Yeah, like, he wanted to open a gas station. <laughs> um, up. all right, that was the that was that. Oh, what a I, wild I just, white week. Go wait, ahead. I need a shout out. Caitlin, a feeler came into my section and she Great. gave me a little bit. She was like, I was like, that's fine. And she was like, charge me. I want to give you a little bit of I like that, gold. that the comedy store is suffering because of this podcast. No, they're, they're not. Short family. No, just, um, all right. Shout God bless. Caitlin. We'll see you in a week, guys. Bye. Keep how Neil feel. Keep emailing at us. At Gmail with the email. Very the good. Okay. All right. Feeling. Bye-bye. Okay. Right. Hang up. You hang up. Yeah. <laughs> Beyond corner cut in the house representing here to tell you what's what. What's what? Get it? Got it? Good. Cause this is how Neil Brennan feel and it's real. Understood? Understood. Copy that? Okay. It's just a fact. Say you're Neil. How you feel? What? Start that ass. Oh, that's a complicated question, but thank you for asking. Today I'm very happy because the bass is slapping. Hey, you Neil. What's up? Why don't you tell me how you feel? Oh, hey, is it really, really well? Well, because I want to know the shit you really think about. And your opinions on the politics I read about. Hey, you Neil. What's up? Why don't you tell me how you feel? Is it really, really